You like, uh, you like a little pop? Man, every time I hear this, I, for some reason I think of myself dancing down the street in Soho in London with a huge hat on my head. It's like a recurring nightmare. Yeah, I can see that. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today. We're sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com for all of our courses. Sorry, I'm still in it, man. I'm, I'm sorry not. about that. I know, you're out. <laughs> you're totally out. Well, I, I just listened to one of the episodes with that. It was it was mildly amusing. Oh, come on. It gets funnier each time, right? <laughs> right? Maybe not. Okay. Uh, but we, we should direct you to openstudiojazz.com. Uh, that's where we create all of our piano courses. That's where we have courses by people like Kristen McBride, Gregory Hutchinson, Ruben Rogers, Diane Reeves, Steve Wilson on the saxophone. That's yes. an amazing course, actually, if you're a saxophone player. Or even if you're not, if you're interested in improvising, he's got some incredible ideas. So yes. uh, you can get the all-access pass if you want to sample everything. Yeah, if you're a baller. Yeah, I mean, straight if you're shot caller. Straight up baller. But yeah, uh, yeah we, uh, we direct you there for those kinds of things. And by directing, we mean go to... Your computer and punch in HTTP colon slash Google and then <laughs> Google. <laughs> yeah, just Google greatest online jazz lessons and we'll come up. Bam. We better make sure that our SEO is yeah. better for that. <laughs> uh, so today we are talking about the seven times pop went jazz. Wow. This was hard to actually narrow down to seven. And this list could be 77, I think, because um, jazz is such a had, a had a huge influence on so many musicians. Yes, you know, and I think that's when it starts to seep in to uh, popular music, and that's really what we want to talk about today. Is is the times where sort of jazz and jazz musicians found their way into some ridiculously poppy records. But just to be clear, we are talking about like in, what this means is like when the pop artist or project. Got a little jazzy, right? Yeah, because pop- I feel like the, the the inverse of this may be coming in a few days, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Tomorrow <laughs> we're gonna do the seven times uh, jazz went pop, right? Right. Uh, but that's today we're gonna talk about more pop acts, pop singers, pop groups that use jazz musicians or that really tried to like put a jazz or jazzish sound jazzy and jazzy or just you know started in a video flashing some jazz hands that would that for would, sure that would handle it right uh so we're going to kick off our list this is an album that features musicians like victor feldman joe sample mm. wayne shorter larry carlton lee rittenauer you know what this yeah. is you know where this is steve, steve gadd okay, bernard well, yeah. perry now I definitely know jim keltner uh, did I did I say Wayne Shorter again? <laughs> Someone's on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is, of course, uh, most of you already know what this is, but this is uh, Asia by Steely Dan, and this is just one of the great records of the 1970s. <laughs> Bone dry snare drum. We mentioned that. That sounds great, though. I 
mean, Steely Dan always leans this way a little bit, you yeah. know what I mean? But this record in particular, like those chords, the sharp nine chords, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're sus chords, like the, the har- harmonic quality to this just screams of, you know, 70s Herbie stuff. Like there's all Joe Samples on this record, obviously. So uh, the influence there is is evident. Weather Report, I hear that in there as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome. Yes, it's all right. It's all right. No, that's no, good. I love that bone dry. Is that Steve Gadd? Bone Steve Gadd on dry. That one is actually. Uh, let's see here. Track one drums is Paul Humphrey. Oh, Paul Humphrey. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Nice. but killing man sounds really good. All right. now, you would. That's a Gaddish sound for sure. Right. Uh, okay. Next we have a little MJ. This is Ooh. a song by Stevie Wonder. Yes. And so we we actually. We had a whole episode about how Stevie Wonder is probably the best jazz musician, or is probably a jazz musician. Yeah. And so this tune was written by Stevie Wonder, and just, you know, like all Stevie stuff, it has that vibe. Yeah. The chords, you know, the little bass line that happens, and even the way he kind of sings it, you know? Man, the production on this, too. Holy yeah. smokes. Quincy Jones. <sighs> And Stevie, actually, Stevie kind of co-produced this track, I think, unofficially. Looking in my mirror, it's a nice little snare drum sound too, there. Huh? I can't help but see you running often through my mind, helpless like a baby. have to sell you on off the wall no, exactly. that's just too good that's i was just, just looking good. back because i remembered all man, this is like a lot of people involved in this record and you know i remember in this record i was eight years old when this record came out mm-hmm. and it was kind of a weird intersection with um i guess it was star Wars, either star wars or mm-hmm. empire stripes strikes back this is when like stuff was dropping you know bam movie out bam album out you yeah, know? yeah yeah uh, but i mean it was just playing on that i mean a bunch of big hits on this but man, okay, so yeah, Stevie, I was just looking it up. Stevie was involved with the, they call it rhythm arrangements, but I think he pretty much produced that track. But Paul, Paulinho de Costa, great percussionist from oh, Rio yeah, de yeah. Janeiro, that's who was doing that, that real tasty. I'm sure it was like overdubbed in there. I mean, all the little details. Greg Fillingaines, great LA keyboardist, and uh, worked with Stevie for years, man, and every, everybody. You can hear all st- of that. And Herbie, you know, big um, uh, contemporary Herbie. And then. You know, I don't know how much how they did it with the different tracks, but Rod Temperton, who wrote a lot of the stuff on here, and and, yeah. and, and um, Bad and uh, Thriller and stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, legendary yeah. cat that just a uh, British guy who was really him and Quincy were the one who kind of the architects and Michael Jackson. Like that's the thing. Uh, yeah. Like it was really the three of them working so closely together. But I love hearing the um, the way that Michael phrases on like this kind of track very exposed it's so pop almost like disco yeah. but the jazz influence to me is like the way that he's improvising and going through those great chord changes of stevie wonder man it's it's, it's amazing it's, it's really stunning what an album yeah uh all right next we're gonna we're gonna take you into the 90s a little 18, bit 1990 oh. what about that tcq what so this is a ronnie foster sample from tribe called quest electric relaxation electric relaxation Final sound in yourself, 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 
check it out, you got me mesmerized. With your black hair and your fat ass style. I mean, Street come on. Yeah. Is That's my so good, man. Stop New York all the way. Yeah, and I think the thing that really pulls that in with, yeah, that, that the New York early, well, not really, it's influenced by the early hip-hop sound, but the bass, like Tribe Called Quest, oh, and then, you know, a bunch of really, like, I, I mean, yeah, it gives it kind of a jazzy thing, but it's like those either bass samples or those bass lines with that big fat, as in pH, acoustic bass sounds. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, we're going to stay in the 90s, but we're going to go more late, mid-late 90s here uh, is what we kicked off the show with. This is uh, this was a band that's close to my heart because I was in middle school and high school when they to, sort of crossed you, the pond. You yeah. went to middle school in Soho in London? No, but they... In my dream? <laughs> they became... Uh, Space Cowboy came out when I was in like eighth grade or something and just i just remember like discovering you're young af a bunch of stuff as space cowboy came out and 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 i was into jazz already listening to it and so it it all felt very familiar but something that i can kind of play with uh play to my friends that weren't into jazz right. this is jameer koi virtual insanity Ooh, little, little all the things you are by oh man a video remember the video <laughs> yeah. Ooh, the moving floor By the way, all these records that we've played so far, the production has been at such a high level. Pop music has such great production. I'm sorry, they care more about it. I know. Like, listen to how the bass drum sounds on that. For a 90s record. And Jameer Coy's famously their production. The bass, talk about a bass sound, like super clean bass sound. Yeah. We're going to link to this video. I'm just looking at it again. Squared off. There's no bass in there yet when it comes in there. The video is great. A very rare instance of apparently a white guy dancing somewhat acceptably on screen. <laughs> some creepy bugs. I forgot about the creepy bugs. Oh, that's right. Creepy Brits and creepy bugs. <laughs> kind of a Willy Wonka. Like, did J Lo rip off this video a little bit? Man, this was a very influential video. It might have ripped off something too, but yeah, it was uh, Janet Jackson too, I think. Oh, yeah. It might be the same. Uh, same director. Yeah, reminds me of great jazz videos. Not. All right, so we're going to move on up to uh, the the teens, the 20 teens here. Mm. Uh, Kendrick Lamar um, really, I oh mean, there's just so much here. Uh, we're we're going to we're going to leave out Voodoo a little. I don't know. We should. I don't know. Let, let's go to Kendrick Lamar. Sorry, okay. I'm hedging here because there's so much good stuff. No, let's, you know let's hit it, man. Come on, it's our podcast. I from remember you was conflicted. A butterfly. Oh, yeah. butterfly. This is Thundercat. Bilal. Sometimes I, mean, I like did the same. People who know, yeah, the music. Butterfly, that whole record, man, is filled with some really amazing musicians. How would one go about pimping a butterfly? Well, you know. Come on, man. Uh, all right. Number seven. Yes. This was uh, 
from the late great David Bowie. This is the last record he made. It dropped a couple days before he died. Yeah, he had made friends with he he was always friends with jazz musicians david bowie but he was he, so down and out at the end he was slumming with some jazz musicians he in the was, studio apparently no he wanted to uh he you know he made friends with maria schneider and she recommended donnie mccaslin that's how the story goes and so this whole last record black star is donnie mccaslin jason linder uh, Great you know, keyboardist. Yeah, Ben Mondra, Marching. I mean, just a, a ton of amazing musicians who have roots in jazz. And so I think it, it shows in the record. This is Lazarus from Black Star. great to hear Mark Juliana play yeah. simply like that, you know what I mean? It's so beautiful. It's a lot of that's a lot of Donnie right there, huh? To hear musicians like Donnie and Jason Linder, again, with this kind of high-level production value yeah. that a major label can support. You know exactly. what I mean? It's pretty awesome. Tim and Lefebvre on bass, by Tim the way. Tim Lefebvre, amazing. Great kept fun, one of the funniest guy, musicians I've ever been around. Really? Man, brilliant, hilarious. I mean, he could make the all-star, uh, all-star comedy band for sure. It's awesome, man. Yeah. And this is just a great record. This was a prophetic record. Bowie knew he was dying. It's such a dark and beautiful and strange recording and so awesome that those uh, incredible jazz musicians had a, had a hand in it. I think I first heard, because, you know, it was a big, that he basically recorded this in secret. Yeah. Like a lot of his stuff. Yeah. But I remember seeing Tim somewhere. We did uh, some gigs with a, uh, toured for a second together with a group. And I remember him, I don't, I don't want to speak out of turn, but... Him kind of being like, oh, yeah, we're doing this secret project. I can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you heard any of David Bowie's music? Like, he's funny like that. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, wait, what do you mean? He's you like, ever heard of uh, David Bowie? <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's awesome, man. This is uh, Seven Times Pop Went Jazz. And uh, next up is going to be Seven Times Jazz Went Pop. We're I don't want to We're going to flip the script. It. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are brought to you by Open Studio. And also, we, we want to talk about all the love you guys have been showing what? us. Yeah, do you know that we're the number eight? As of today, the number eight music commentary podcast in the USA. Get out of town. Yes. yes. Our little jazz podcast where we just... But we've gone up to like number one, I believe, in Poland. So we really should be talking about Poland. Come on. Come on, US. Hook it up, you know. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, we're really excited. And we we thank you guys. It's really because of the wonderful community and you guys spreading the love around um, about our little thing here. And uh, should we keep it up? What season are we on? What the hell is going on? Our seasons are arbitrary, so it's really whatever you want. I think it's season five, six, season six. six. Yeah, I mean, we always obviously talk, like. Remember, we did the what the hell series. You started the what the hell series when I was in 
on a European tour last year. I did. I'm going on one soon, so yeah. maybe you'll start that up again. It might be a where the hell series. Where the hell is Peter? Where today? the hell is Peter? Where the hell is Waldo? <laughs> so we we're uh, we fell a little behind, but we want to shout out some of our um, ratings and reviews because we're oh, very excited about that yeah. from X35. Oh no, did we say that one ever? Did we say that one from Colombia? Best podcast ever. Thanks for share with us. These amazing. Oh yeah, we did say that one again. It's all right, man. It just came up again. It's a, it's, it's Big shout nice. out to Exa again. You know, it's nice. Um, oh, and then there was one from uh, Saxy Steven in Germany. Oh, Though Saxy. not a piano player, I get a lot from this podcast. Plus, it's really fun listening to. Keep it coming. Greetings, greetings with a Z from Germany Ooh, and like, saxophone emoji. I like that saxophone players are so keen on using sax to replace sex sometimes. I think it's I know. hilarious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, till tomorrow. You'll hear it.